You ever wake up in the middle of the night and feel like somebody's watching you? Yeah, that used to happen to me on a regular basis. Today we're talking spiritual boundaries and how to keep those late night visitors away. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to those late night visitors. As it said in the intro, I am Stephanie Marie and I am so happy that you are here. Thank you for listening and checking out this next episode. Today we are going to be talking spiritual boundaries. Now, the reason I feel like this is such an important topic is because so many people don't realize that we can put spiritual boundaries up. If you've listened to the other episodes, you know already by now that I am a super powerful medium. And a lot of the stories that I've shared so far explain how people come to me in the middle of the night. Well, I didn't realize the reason I'm such a poor sleeper was because I was getting visited so frequently by those on the other side. After going to a retreat in California where I was around other spiritual people, we put two and two together and they helped me to put up spiritual boundaries so that I can sleep a little more peacefully. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't happen every night anymore, but it does still happen on occasion. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, as I started to put all of these podcast episodes and intro and all of the things together, I was dozing off in bed and I was facing the side that I don't normally face to go to sleep. And you know when you're in that place between you're not really sleeping but you're not really awake and you're very cognizant that you're starting to dream? That's where I was. All of a sudden, I was awoken with a start and I literally saw somebody's face next to mine. I was facing away from Jake, so I knew it wasn't Jake. And I was startled. Literally, somebody was in my face. I listened for any messages. None came through. I asked them to leave. And they did. But it definitely took me a while to get back to sleep. So at this point, what do I do? I have the crystals I should have in my bedroom. 
I imagined Archangel Michael's wings. I did all the things I normally do. And it still happened. So what now? Well, I did what I knew best and did the whole process over again. That person hasn't come back, nor do I want them to. But I made it very clear that they are not allowed in my bedroom. Spirits are not allowed in my bedroom. They are not allowed to wake me up. And if they want to communicate with me, they have to do so while I am awake. And as I'm sitting here channeling for you right now, recording this podcast episode, one of the spirits that is coming through is saying, we know your rules, don't worry. For the most part, they understand that they can only communicate with me when I'm out of my bedroom and when I'm awake. The reason being is because time after time, I would get a situation after another situation of me being awoken with a start. And I was startled. And nobody likes to wake up like that. I'll give you another, <laughs> another instance that this happened to me. So I was channeling one of my friend's brothers who has passed on. And this was, oh gosh, this was about two years ago at this point. And him and I would communicate pretty frequently because it was how I was learning how to communicate with the other side and develop this gift and strengthen my mediumship. What I've come to learn about him, because I didn't know him when he was in the 3D, he was quite the jokester. He liked playing practical jokes. He was always the life of the party. He liked a good time. He liked to make people laugh, all of it. When I would go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you're like half awake, half asleep. You're not turning the light on so you can stay asleep and go back to sleep when you get into bed. I would come out of the bathroom and feel as if this man was like jumping out to scare me. You know how little kids do. Like they stand behind a wall and then they jump out to scare you. That's what it felt like. It got to the point where the next time I channeled him, I asked him, was that you last night trying to scare me? He was very honest and said, absolutely. I love practical jokes or whatever he said along those lines. So I told him, I have no problem communicating with you, but you, you can't do that to me anymore. If you want to communicate with me, I ask that you please do it when I am fully awake. You know, since that day, he has not done that. That's what I mean by setting spiritual boundaries. You can very much do it. There is no reason that if you're setting boundaries with the people on earth in the 3D, that you can't set boundaries with those that have passed. And we need to. Because I do not want to call in spirits that are not for the highest good. I do not want to worry about evil coming in. Therefore, 
the spirits and ghosts and whatever you want to call those that have passed, the ones I communicate with, no. They need to have messages either for those that are still here that I can pass on or they're going to help me in my journey somehow. I would say most of the time, those are the messages and the people that come through. Because I will not speak to them if they are trying to scare me. I will not speak to them if they are coming in the middle of the night. I will not speak to them or help them if they are going against my boundaries. And at this point, it's pretty much known. I'm interested to see what's going to happen when I move out of this apartment. We'll be in a new space. I'm curious to see what happens. But I'm also super excited about it. Because by moving into a bigger space, I will be able to expand and grow and do all of the things, which means my gifts will expand and grow as well. I am so flippin' excited for this. You have no idea. But now let's get back to spiritual boundaries. Because being a medium my whole life, I know that feeling of fear. I know it. When you think you're in your head and you're psyching yourself out because you think it's a scary movie, when in actuality, you feel or see or hear spirits that are right there in front of you. I know that feeling. And as I'm sitting here talking about it, chills are going up and down my spine. I know that feeling of being afraid of a spirit that's in front of you. What I'm going to tell you, you choose to do with it what you will. Because I know it can be so scary. And those of you that are parents that have children that are mediums that see ghosts or talk to ghosts, you know, they might have an imaginary friend that they're really close with. I would question and see if they're a medium. Again, I'll talk about kids in another episode because that's a whole different realm and it's so flipping cool. But Here's what you do. You stand with the fear. I firmly suggest you take a deep breath, put one hand over your heart, make sure your feet are planted in the ground, that you're in a a firm stance, and ask them to leave. Tell them they are no longer welcome here and they need to leave. Tell them you cannot help them and they need to leave. Stand with that fear and do not show them that you are afraid of them. Because some spirits like when they scare people. They feed off of the fear that it invokes on people. If you can stand firm and tell them that you are not afraid of them and that they are no longer welcome and they need to leave, 
more times than not, they'll leave. If you're well-versed in this and you want to help them find the light, you're more than welcome to do that. But do not let them know that you're afraid. Think about it like a dog, right? When you walk into a room and there's a dog, but you're not a big fan of dogs, that dog walks right up to you and knows that you don't like it. It's going to play off of the fact that you're afraid or you don't like it or whatever. Spirits, the paranormal, ghosts do the same thing. Why give it the fuel? Don't allow them to have the upper hand. If you can stand in your power, that is the best thing I suggest that you do. Listen, there have been so many times in my life that I have been afraid of spirit, especially when I was younger. Oh my goodness, how I used to run out of my parents' basement. I don't know who used to live down there, but it wasn't anybody good, I'll tell you that. It used to freak me out. Especially when I was little, I would run out of that room as fast as I could. I would dread when my mother would ask me to go do the laundry or do something that was in the basement. Dread it. But when I was little, I couldn't explain or voice what was going on. Now looking back, it was definitely because there was a spirit down there that didn't feel good. I wish I knew what I know now. Because there are so many times in my life that I wouldn't have been afraid. Even when I lived in the house in Greenwich, like, that man was not a good feeling. And I would sprint inside the house. Had I known the solution was just to tell him that I can't help him and he needs to leave? Yikes. Could have saved myself a lot of sprinting up the stairs. <laughs> I'm saying it because it's true. There was this lady in my apartment that I live in now when I was living by myself before Jake moved in, before I even met Jake. She would come to my apartment and I always saw her in the same spot. She would be crouched down by my washing machine. And she would just stay there. She would never say anything. She would never ask for help. So I just let her be. But then it got to the point that it started being creepy. Like, why are you here, lady? What do you want? What do you need? Finally, it got to the point where I told her she needs to go. After many nights of going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and seeing her down the hall and freaking me out. I want you to know, if you are one of these people that sees spirits or hears them or feels them or whatever, you totally can get them to leave. You totally can open that door. It's completely and 100% up to you.
However, personally, if the spirit feels icky or scary, I'm not going to communicate with them. I'm going to ask them to leave. If a spirit feels good, yeah, I might talk to them. It's always very interesting to me when I go to a new space, whether that's on vacation or just visiting people's houses or whatever it is. Because in most spaces, you can feel somebody or something. At my mom's house, that lady that I spoke about earlier in one of the episodes, she's not there anymore. She hadn't been there for quite some time. But the cat I had growing up, whose name was Giggles, and she was a mean cat, man. She was really only nice to me, to be quite honest. She bit everybody else. But she lived a long life. We had to put her down because she had kidney disease, and you could tell she was just growing more and more uncomfortable. We put her down in 2005 or six. And she had to be like 19 years old, maybe even 20. We put her down and we buried, my dad buried her in the back of the house, which we don't have a backyard at my parents' house. So she's like under the deck. Whenever I go there, still from time to time, I see her out of the corner of my eye, just running around the house. I'm convinced that when I leave my current cat Mischief there, they play together and Mischief chases her around the house and vice versa. Because it's very evident that Mischief is playing with something. I like to believe she plays with Giggles when she's there. But I would never tell Giggles to move on. <laughs> For those of you saying, like, this girl is crazy. She's talking about her cat that ha died and has a spirit. Listen, animals have souls, too. They do. And animals are way more in tune than a lot of humans to it. You ever catch your pet just watching something and you don't know what it is? Or they move their head and it's very clear they're chasing something with their eyes, but you don't know what it is. Most likely a spirit of some sort. Just be aware. The more you open yourself up to this world, the more you open yourself up to this realm, the more you're going to see it. And as scary as it can be, it's also pretty flippin' amazing. I have been able to give messages to loved ones still present on this earth. I've literally made people be at peace with those that have passed. It's just amazing to me that so many of us are able to do it, yet we shut it off at an early age. Because we're afraid, or we don't know what it is, or whatever the reason may be. If you know you're intuitive, if you know that you have this connection or these gifts, 
open yourself up to them. They are truly magical. I am so grateful that I have come out of the witchy closet over the last few years and really am sharing this ability with others for so many reasons and on so many levels. I think it is truly something that we all should tap into. And yes, you might receive the messages differently than I do, but I can guarantee that you receive messages somehow, intuitively. It's just magical, and it's amazing. I love every bit about it. For that, it is 120% okay to set spiritual boundaries. It is totally okay to feel the fear. As long as you are able to stand with that fear and keep your boundaries. Keep your boundaries strong. Because the stronger you keep the boundaries, the stronger the messages that you get. And the easier it is to tap in and receive. If you have more questions about spiritual boundaries, please feel free to message me. You can send me a message on my Instagram, which is Stephanie Marie underscore 222. Again, that's at Stephanie Marie underscore 222. Or you can shoot me a message on Facebook. My name is Stephanie Marie on there. And if you're not already in my Facebook community, please make sure you join. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. And that's it, my beautiful people. If you like today's episode, please feel free to subscribe. Shoot me any messages on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something about intuition and how to hold those spiritual boundaries. Sending you so much love and light. Wishing you a magical day. Speak soon.